We are in a perfect storm when it comes to individual disability insurance. There has never been a better time to be offering disability insurance solutions to your clients. Consider that there are an unlimited amount of prospects. There is virtually no competition. Products are better than ever, and compensation is at an all-time high. Doesn't that sound like a business opportunity in which you want to be involved? But there is no easy button to push. You still have to put in the work to have conversations with prospects and clients about the importance of protecting their income and their business. The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have these conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. Welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. I'm Chris Carlson. I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Cogdo. Mike, what is going on in Denver, Colorado today? Chris, it's a sunny day. Not a lot going on in Denver, Colorado. We are opening up a little bit slowly. I hope everybody that's listening that has a mother had a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. I can tell you in my family, we made the most of it. There's a beautiful thing called technology where you get to FaceTime, Zoom, even my mom, who's 81 years old, really appreciates looking at her children's face and having a conversation on Mother's Day. So I hope everybody had a great Mother's Day. And, you know, we're just looking forward to the end of the school year, believe it or not, because technology training is not as much fun as talking to your mom on Mother's Day. Trust me. So everything is good here, Chris. Let's That's a great start. point. Hey, Mike, one of the things that I wanted to start off today's episode with is our last episode we talked about return of premium and premium refund options. And I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine, Keith Leiger, who does a lot of business with Assurity. And I'd, I'd kind of forgotten that Assurity also has this option. And he, he really gave me a great example when somebody asked him to explain why they should or shouldn't do the premium refund option. And here's what he told me. He said, imagine you have twins, boys, if you will, that are 40 years old, and they're going to work to age 65. They have the option of buying disability insurance with or without premium refund. And he says, you know, brother A pays a thousand dollars a year for 25 years, all the way to age 65. And at age 65, you know, he hadn't, hadn't become disabled. He spent $25,000 on his insurance premium. Brother B, everything else, you know, being exactly the same, spends $1,400 a year, goes all the way to age 65, hasn't become disabled. And at age 65, he gets a check for $35,000. And then so Keith goes on to ask the, the prospect, he says, look, you know, which, which brother do you want to be? You know, the brother that pays 25000 gets nothing back or the brother that pays 35000 i.e. $1,400 a year, and get $35,000 back. Choice is yours, you tell me. And it's not a yes or a no, it's an either or an or. And I thought it was just a great way to kind of make it as easy as possible for people to understand that the option's out there and here are the benefits. And we talked last time, Mike, that $35,000 is going to buy a nice basketball, won't it? Exactly, Chris. And that's typically what will happen is, you know, what you don't, and, and, and if you're a planner, obviously most of our listeners, I would think, have an insurance license and an equities license. That being said, it's just another way to have an income protection conversation with 
anybody and everybody because the, the, the point we're making is the choices are there. At the end of the day, what we want is everybody to have this product. You know, unless you're a trust funder completely, this is just, again, we've always said this, this is part of the risk protection package that is just as important as your automobile insurance and your apartment or your home insurance, whatever you want to call it. It's just as important. And that's the point we're trying to make week in and week out. With that being said, let's talk a minute about, you and I've said this many a time, you know, it can be the best part-time job you've ever had. But we've never really, I, I guess I'll use the word drilled down. Let's let's talk about compensation for a minute and how compensation for the world of income protection, specifically just disability insurance works and, and where it can take you. And let's say that today our example is going to be somebody that graduated from college that's 22 years old. And from there, Chris, give me an example of what you think the compensation or you tell me, what is the compensation model? I'm now your client, 22, I wish I was, graduated from college and I'm in this business. Tell me what the compensation model can look like. If I were talking to the young Mike Coggle, what I would say is, you know, Mike, what, what's really interesting about this, this particular product line is that not only do you make money when you sell the product, i.e. you get something in the first year the product's in force, but you also get paid residuals or what we term renewals in the insurance business. And then some carriers, they have in bonuses on that. So let me give you an example of what, what you can make. So say, for example, that you work a 40-hour work week. And during that 40 hours, all you did was make one sale, one sale. So one disability insurance policy, unless it's an average of a $3,000 premium, which is the average of the industry. So in 40 hours, you have to make one sale. And you do that each and every week. So, Mike, that would be approximately how much that first year, would you say? Well, you're going to have a couple of people that are going to change their mind. You're going to have a couple of people that won't be insurable. So let's just use the number in that first year that I did what you just said. By the way, am I working for anybody or am I working for myself? <laughs> you're working for yourself. Oh, thanks. I was just curious about that as well. So I'm working for myself 40 hours. I guess it would be at 3000 30 weeks is 90, around $100,000 a year. Yeah. And that is assuming that there's, there was people that didn't take it, people got sick. So I wrote a hundred thousand dollars a year of whatever you're talking about. One hundred thousand. Yeah. And so, so Mike, and here's what I, here's what I want you to, to think about. Imagine you did that and you sold nothing else, nothing else, but that one policy each and every week, 50 weeks a year. We'll give you a couple weeks vacation in the short term after that. Maybe what you'll do is say, you know what? I think what I want to do is sell four this week and take the next three weeks off. But that's up to you. But let's average that app a week. And we do that for 20 years. Because you're 22 now, we'll project to when you're 42 years old. Here's what's really interesting because of the way the insurance industry works with disability insurance or renewals and bonuses. You have the potential over those 20 years to make $5.3 million, which would average out to $265,000 a year over 20 years selling one, making one sale per week, and that sale is only $3,000. Do you think that's something that you might be able to do? Well, the the answer is, of course, it's only one one item 
and I'm not going to say one disability policy. It's only one item per week, correct? That's all I have to do. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I think I could absolutely do that. I, I don't think that that um, would be out of the realm of possibility for me or anybody else to go out, have conversations with people I meet, come in contact, first acquaintances, and have a conversation regardless of what it is. And we know this is disability insurance, as we call it income protection, paycheck insurance, call it what you will. I think I could do one a week. I absolutely do. Right. I don't know why I couldn't is a better question back yeah. to you. I don't know what would prevent me, Chris, from being able to do that. You tell me what could stop me or prevent me from doing what you just said. Uh, you're lazy. <laughs> Hope we didn't offend anybody. Today, Chris. <laughs> well, 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 Mike, well, Mike, let's, yeah, let's get out of role play for just a second and really kind of hone in what we're talking about. Those numbers, you have a sheet in front of you, if I'm not mistaken, from one of the insurance carriers. I do. It's, that it's, shows just that thing, right? You do a $100,000 of premium, which would, which would actually be less than probably an app a week, but let's just call it an app a week. $100,000. And then over those 20 years, bonuses and renewals and things like that, they can make $5.3 million. Now look, what's really cool about this is it doesn't have to be $100,000 of premium, right, Mike? I mean, you can make that number $250,000 of annualized premium. You could make it 50. You have the flexibility with these programs today to model it out how much you can make, whether this is what you're going to specialize in or if it's just you just want to say, you know what, I'm going to add this to my, my practice, be it financial planning, property and casualty, health insurance, correct? Chris, you're absolutely correct. And you just mentioned $250,000 a year of premium. The interesting thing about that is you were talking about an app a week. So if we were doing one app every, what, three days, we could probably get to $250,000 of premium a year. Don't you think? Yep. That's, you know, that's basically two a week every now and then maybe three a week. Honey, you should say 250000 because I have the number here, which I've carried with me for years. And that 20-year number... Chris, now hold on to your hold on to your hold on to your short here is thirteen million two hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars potential earnings over that twenty-year period. Just as an example, if you're twenty-two and you actually decided this is the world that you wanted to chase, and remember, you're 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 consistently doing well with this business, and this is one specific carrier that we're talking about. This is how they currently do pay and how you can get paid. Now, granted, you have to keep policies on the books. There are future purchase options that we assume people will take at some level. Um, but this is just a benchmark. So in year five, you did this at 22. In your fifth year, you're just, what is that, 27, Chris? Going on 28, right? 28 yep. years old? That total payment in that fifth year of business is $450,000 for that year. If you hit it five years in a row at 250 a year. Pretty interesting, wouldn't you say? I mean, that's starting to sound a little bit like a Wall Street job to me. Well, well, Mike, what's really interesting, I think what that average is like $660,000 a year over 20 years, which is, not a, which is not a bad part-time job as you like to describe it. But let me double down on that. And we talked about this before, Mike, about how profitable this business is. But to really make it, put, put the cherry on top here is the fact that unlike a lot of other risk management products, or investment products, there's very little service work when it comes to disability insurance. 
It's not like you're having ongoing claims, you know, multiple claims per year per person like you would in group medical insurance. It's not as if people are calling you and say they want to know what the cash value is within their uh, life insurance contract. It's not as if they're calling you wanting to know why their, their portfolio dropped 30% because of COVID-19. It's really a incredibly profitable business to be in, not only from just pure money standpoint, but also the lack of resources you have to dedicate to service that business. So it, it really, it's, it's just a, just an incredible, incredible product line. And Mike, and I say it again, you know, we, we talked about a hundred thousand. We talked about 250. Even if you ran it at 50, it's still an incredible amount of money. And it just really takes somebody who goes, you know what? This is crazy. This is a business that I want to be, be in. And Mike, you've heard me say this before and we've talked about it on other episodes. There's unlimited amount of prospects out there, right? There's tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of people that don't have private disability insurance and there really is no competition. There's very few specialists. Yeah, if you're right in the doc market, the dental market, you got competition. But outside of that, there's not a lot of competition. So when you add all those things together, that the 22 year old Mike Cogdell probably take that job. I know that the, what the 27, 28 year old Mike Cogdell went to work in the insurance business for a hell of a lot less money than that. That is absolutely the truth. And let's just step back for a minute because you and I've mentioned this many a time that, that this is the best part time job you could ever have. And to elaborate, let's just, you just said $25,000. 25 or 30 grand a year of, of premium written. That takes us down to about one app a month, right? Yep. Approximately. Yep. One app a month for a normal premium of around 2500 to $3,000 per year. So it's around $25,000. Chris, once again, over that 20 year period, if you did the same thing, 25,000 every year for 20 years, the number becomes $1,840,000. Basically, one million, just under two million dollars. Let's talk about this as the part-time job before we finish up this morning. Let's say I have two children. Does one million eight hundred over twenty years pay for their college or not? Uh, it's going to. Yep. Is there going to be any left over? Uh, yes, there is. If we just dedicate earmarked that money for college, uh, would there be money left over? So we talk about five twenty nines, and I'm not poo-pooing anything. All you can put the money wherever you want once you've earned it. But if you just did basically 10 apps a year, an app a month, and earmarked it for your two children to go to college, in the first year, you put away 12500 By year five, you're putting away that fifth year, if you did this every year, you put away just right at 37000 By year 10, Chris, just to show you, you put away 78000 And these are starting to add up. This isn't that you have 78000 That year 10, Chris, it was $78,000 in change paid to you. By the time you get to year 20 and your kids are a sophomore or a freshman in college, Chris, that number is 202000 and you've accumulated without interest. This is the money that you put in the bank after the fact. So there's no rule of 72 on my $1.8 million. That's what I've earned. Of course, I had to pay taxes. But think about that. You're talking about a $3 million college fund for the best part-time job I ever had. I, I'm not poo-pooing any part-time jobs, but you tell me one that you think is better. So, Mike, I think you've coined a new phrase today, the D, the 529 DI plan or the DI 529 plan, one of the two. Right, because you can take that money and put it into the plan. So <laughs> we, it, it all can work in concert. What you're doing is creating the bag of money to make it happen. 
And that's all we talk about week in and week out is that bag of money is the most important asset anybody will ever, ever, ever have and continue to have. Now, Mike, I kind of want to conclude today's episode with, with, with two thoughts. Number one is that, you know, working with your agency specialist or working with your broker's general agent, work with them to help you in your prospecting methodologies if that's something you struggle with. You maybe already have a natural market and that's not a problem. So that's good. But if you do struggle with that, they can help you. That's number one. And then Mike, number two is my recommendation is our listeners, if they're producers, what they should do is go to their agency specialist or go to their broker's general agent and say, hey, I want you to build me out one of those spreadsheets that the DI guys talk about because I want to use that as an incentive to make sure that I stay on track, be it every week, be it every month, whatever the, whatever you choose to do. And, and that's relatively easy for the, 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 the agency specialist or the carrier rep or the BGA to produce, is it not, Mike? Chris, that is exactly what should happen. And I've actually suggested to people, don't think anybody's ever done it, get that income builder or whatever you want to call it, get it, screenshot it, and put it on your screen for a while. Make that every time you look at your phone, that number of $100,000 of premium gets me 5300000 over 20 years, or at least put it into your photos. Put it somewhere, but screenshot it and remind yourself that this is the way to go. And I guarantee you, all of the BGAs that do disability insurance and all of the disability specialists that are around the country will gladly buy you a cup of coffee and have that conversation with you and get you a copy. I love it. You know, Mike, I, I think that that is something that we need to remind ourselves and we need to remind our listeners what a great business this is. Not, not, not only for making sure we're taking care of our, our clients, but from a selfish standpoint, we can make a crap pot full of money in doing this. So it's, it's, it's the ultimate win-win. And then Mike, I just want to remind our listeners, if they haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Mike, enjoy the rest of your day. Chris, thanks as always. We'll talk to you next week or the following week. Thank you.